And we are recording. We're back for another podcast. It's been some time. I am one half of the podcast. Sam Finlay sitting across from me via Zoom in Young is... Hey, guys, you know who it is. It's your boy. It's Quinny. We're back. Also known as Simon. Co-host of this great podcast. It has been a while. We know this, but we're here to give the people what they want. And that is a great podcast. So, Sizzle, I'm very excited to talk about what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, and look, we must we must say um, a, a very, very um, big apology. Uh, we actually did record a, a podcast last week when Quinny was back in his home. In person. Of I know, devastating. In person. It was a great time. We recorded it after we went and got a bunch of comics. Talking comics. You know, we were talking comics. We were celebrating. It was great. We are high-fiving. Uh, and then a few days after when I went to edit the podcast, I realized that for some reason there was a technical difficulty and it only recorded the first 13 minutes of the pod, which was a sad, sad realization. Sad, sad time in the lives of Sizzle and Quinny. But, you know, as Sizzle mentioned before, we did get to talk about comics. So again, shout out to Dropbed Comics. Appreciate your hustle, especially you, Jay, giving us the rundown. We appreciate everything you've done for us. And we might even try and get him on the podcast at some point in time. There's rumors out there, Sizzle. There is rumors. There's- there is rumors, and you know, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of a lot of pods uh, to come, obviously, because there's so much content coming. But we also must say today we we're actually going to be recording our deep dive on the Batman. The Batman. Um, we both saw it. Quinny saw it yesterday. I saw it on Thursday night. Um, but we will hold off on that because we'll record uh, the pod that we did last week today. Um, which is probably a good thing because it gives people a bit more time to watch the Batman. So stay tuned for our Batman deep dive, which will probably come next, late next week um, or early um, the, the following week. Uh, so lots of content to come and lots of podcasts to come, obviously. So but, much you know, content you, coming, Sizzle. You, I'm excited. Men- I'm hyped. You did mention there last week that we picked up some comics from Drop Bear Comics. Um from Jay there, the owner closed last weekend, bit of a sad day there. Look, we won't go through all the comics. We did that last week and it took up a bit of time, but maybe just, just uh, give me your, your favorite comic that you picked up last week. Yeah. So I'm going to have to say has to be at my, the one that I got right at the end of the time I was there. I just went up to Jay. I said, I need to know, I need a Dr. Doom comic. And he gave me one. It was amazing. So it's pretty much one of the, like the bronze age comics, Super rare, it was made in the 70s, like OG. And like on the cover, you got Iron Man and you got Doctor Doom. So it's really cool. They both sort of face off during the comic. And they also end up teaming up at the end of the end of the story arc, which was really, really cool. So I was loving every minute of it. And it was sort of based on the Camelot um legend. So it was really cool. You kind of they go back in time and they're sort of in like you know, Game of Thrones style. And it was just really cool to see Doctor Doom and uh, Iron Man going at it. So that's probably so far been my favorite. I've read some of the other ones, but so far, I'm going to have to say, Iron Man and Doctor Doom, outstanding. I even sent like Sizzle some pictures of it. Just like the artwork was amazing. Like it just looks really cool. I'm very jealous that I've already sort of framed heaps of comics on my wall. So I'm going to have to frame it and then hang it up eventually. I just got to find somewhere to put it. But so far, that was probably my favorite. How about you, Sizzle? Yeah, look, I, I picked up a bunch as well. Uh, one that I really um, am excited to read and actually haven't read it yet um, is the Silver. It's actually a book, The Silver Surfer Rebirth of Thanos. 
So look, it's, it's quite um, dense and thick. Um, you know, it, it includes a bunch of different characters uh, there. Obviously the Silver Surfer and, and Thanos. And it sort of follows the Infinity Gauntlet uh, saga as well. Um, I'm obviously a big fan of Thanos and I loved him in live action, but I'm keen to, to find out a little bit more about him and a little bit more about his relationship with the Silver Surfer because uh, in the in the comics, they obviously have a very interesting and complex relationship there. So I'm keen to, to jump into that. Lovely. Have you read some already? I have not read some? any. Oh, I have not sizzle. read any of any of that because I'm sort of getting through the the shorter comics that I, nice. I purchased first, um, you know, including I purchased um, one of the or a couple of the Avengers comics, um, Avengers to the Stars. Um, I also got Secret Wars, a Secret Wars comic there, Secret Wars. Um, and then also the Avenging Spider-Man, which um, nice. stars Doctor Strange. But you yeah, a bunch it. of comics there, but I want to get through the, the shorter comics that I can sort of smash through. Also Saga as well. I'm going to start my Saga journey. With the first issue so and then i will then i will jump on to um the silver surfer rebirth of thanos book so looking forward to it looking forward to it love it love uh, to hear it all right look we should get to today's uh topics we're going to talk the book of boba fett it's been some time we've let it marinate uh now as i said this podcast was supposed to come out last week so we are going to talk the book of boba fett and we're also going to talk the latest doctor strange 2 trailer and maybe some predictions for that to come so let's talk the book of boba fett we've got all the episodes now the series uh, or the first season has been complete uh look how did we like this let's just talk let's just jump straight into it uh it's, it's not really instant reactions because it's been out for a while but which is probably you know maybe gives us a bit of a better chance to have a more thoughtful opinion on this what did you think now that you've let it marinate for a number of weeks yeah so i was like you know i was definitely i did enjoy it i was a fan of it i really enjoyed you know waiting every wednesday for it to come out so i could watch it and you know it was just good to be back in the star wars universe like come on we love star wars it's always nice to be back there and i've always enjoyed the uh, boba fett character so it was kind of cool to have a show centered on him and I think some of like my favorite episodes from Mandalorian season two were the ones that featured Boba Fett. So it was really cool to see him sort of get his own show, but it was a journey. Like there was some highs, there was some lows. I also like really enjoyed how he got more of the Tusken Raiders. We got more of their backstory. So I kind of enjoyed learning a bit more about them. And I didn't actually know Tatooine used to be made of water. So that was a surprise to me. I didn't really know that. And that's from a Star Wars fan. So that was kind of cool how we got that backstory. I also liked how you saw sort of Boba, Boba Fett and, you know, Fennec Shan sort of being Not the, enough you know, Fennec Shan though. Uh, might we be. needed some more. So that would lead, that's going to lead into some of my lows. Uh, but I just think, you know, overall fun show. I enjoyed most of it. Some episodes weren't as good as others, but I was saying this is still like off camera, off screen before. I still think for me, you know, episode five, episode six in particular, the book of Boba Fett are probably some of my favorite Star Wars content you'll ever get. And it's probably some of the best content we'll see in the Star Wars universe. And I know Sizzle probably agrees with me with that statement. And it was funny because obviously in chapter five, the return of the Mandalorian, Sizzle called it. He predicted it. It did happen. I was saying it's going to be episode six, but he was like, no, nah, it's happening in episode five. We did get the little music nod at the end of episode four, which was probably my least favorite, I think, of the season overall. And it was kind of cool to hear that Mando music once again. So we got, to, it was cool to see Din 
back in back on screen doing his Mando, Mando things. I loved how we saw the armor again. I also like how we saw a bit of Paz Vizsla too. So it was kind of cool to sort of see House or Clan Vizsla back in it. And I like how we got the Dark Saber again because as Sizzle knows, I'm a huge Clone Wars and Rebels fan. He's currently on his Rebels journey and the Dark Saber is a huge part of that. So it was really cool to see that again. But one thing that I loved, and then I'll let you go for a couple more, Sizzle, Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker on screen together. Like, you know, you couldn't ask for much more as a Star Wars fan. Like, I absolutely love to see those two guys on screen, and it was amazing. I love Ahsoka, and I've always loved Luke too, so it was really cool to finally see them together in the Star Wars universe. So there's some of my highs. How about you, Sizzle? Yeah, look, I sort of, I sort of look at this show as almost two separate shows because it was... You know, the first four episodes was um, focused, obviously, on Boba Fett and it was quite heavy on the flashbacks, which I didn't actually like very much. I didn't think it added, other than, I guess, you had that episode that was, I think it was chapter two that had, you know, well, the first three episodes. Yeah, Yeah, the train heist. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a good episode. It was very heavy on um, the Tuscan Raiders and and uh, Bobber's sort of relationship with them and how he sort of I guess came in and became one of them. But I I, I didn't think that the main story progressed enough in those episodes. But then we got chapter five and six, which was basically Mandalorian two point five, as I say, and yep. two of the best episodes of as you mentioned of Star Wars, you know, probably ever of any sort of. Maybe two of the best episodes of just any sort of um, fantasy sci-fi. Like they were amazing. Huge episodes, man. Huge. I mean, chapter five for me, I particularly liked. I actually liked that more than chapter six, even though I love chapter six as well. I love the opening scene where we get to see Mando return and he goes to town and you get to see, as you mentioned, the dark saber. And obviously he can't, he doesn't wield it as uh, convincingly as, you know, maybe uh, we would have thought. And then you obviously get, to know why and the history sort of behind the dark saber and just jumping back into that world because you and I, we both loved the Mandalorian season one. Huge. It's in our, it's in our top two. three star Wars ever. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be maybe one of my favorite shows of all time. If we did like a, you know, ranked our top 10. I don't That'd know. Be a good idea. It, that would it be, would be yeah. Maybe we should do that on a, on a future episode, but it, it's right up there. I mean, this is one of my favorite shows and it was just amazing to jump back into it, but this is called the book of Boba Fett. And then again, there was two further episodes where we didn't get the main storyline progressing really at all. It was great that we got Cad Bane. I was so happy to see I was about him to talk in about, live yeah. action. Love I to mean, see Cad Bane. And I, and I thought they did Cad Bane justice because it's hard to bring a character like that into live action. Um, and similar to with Ahsoka, it's hard to bring someone like Ahsoka into live action because obviously, you know, they're from the animated series, um, Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. And it really is, it's, it's hard, but this is something that Star Wars does very well. I mean, you see that with Grogu, for example, like, you know, Grogu is awesome. We love Grogu. We never complain about, you know, it being a puppet. We love some Grogu. Um, yep. So I loved how Cad Bane was in it, but then, you know, we had those two great episodes which were amazing, but didn't progress the main storyline. And then chapter seven, the finale, we kind of had to rush the ending of it. And I just thought it was a little bit all over the place in that regard. That being said, chapter five and six were so good that 
I kind of didn't care. It kind of put all that aside. And I was kind of like, wow, like I cannot wait for chapter seven because we just got, who knows what's going to happen. Is this going to be a Mandalorian heavy episode? You know, we obviously knew that they were going to bring it back and we we're going to get Mando and uh, Jindaran, I should say, and Boba back together. But yeah, I thought it was a little bit messy. And as I mentioned, when you mentioned Fennec Shan, we didn't get enough of her, particularly in the finale. So it she was went to work me- in the finale, though. She went to town. She did. She did. But I mean, we didn't get enough of her. Um, yeah, we need more. I don't know. I, I just, I, I, now letting the show marinate for a couple of weeks, I just thought it was a bit all over the place and a bit messy. That being said, it had some highs, and those highs were extremely high. So overall, I loved it because of those highs. But it's a show that, you know, if we're going to go the second season, it's going to need to have some improvements and it kind of needs to work out what it is, I think. Yeah, I agree. And then I feel, and for me, I know like the, you know, we we love the Mando 2.5 idea. And I was saying to you off screen before, it does sort of remind, it did remind me a bit of like, you know, Clone Wars, how we get, you know, a couple episodes of one character in particular, and then it goes off to a completely new story mm-hmm. arc based on other characters. And at the end, they come back together which I think is what happened with episode seven in particular, because obviously five and six, we sort of have Din and Mando going off doing his own thing. And then in episode seven, he comes back and then we see all the main characters again. So it sort of reminded me, I think that's the structure they're going for. Mm. But like you mentioned, yeah, five and six, definitely the best. And, you know, I think for me, chapter six was my favorite episode uh, from the desert comes a stranger. I love Cobb Manf and I'd love to see I'd love to see him in there and Freetown. I thought it was really interesting. I love how he just took out the Pike Spice Runners. And I obviously and the best thing, man, of it was when we got to see in the distance the silhouette of that outline. I knew straight away who it was. We saw Cad Bane in the outskirts of town. It really gave you that sort of spaghetti westernite like vibe that the, you know, that sort of western sort of style that they're going for with these mm. shows. I sort of loved their showdown. And it was just good to see Cad Bane on screen in person because, as you know, Sizzle, we love him. I think we, we both mentioned how if we could pick other characters outside the main characters in, like, Clone Wars, we both had Cad Bane in there that we loved. 100%. And he's awesome in Clone Wars series. He's also really good in Bad Batch as well, that episode when him and Fennec are both in it mm. in animation. So, but, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. It was a little up and down. It was a bit messy at some parts. But, again, I still enjoyed it. And if there is a season two, I'll still watch it. Oh, they can 100%, only, I'm, 100%. I'm sure they can sort of look for what worked and maybe what didn't work and then they can kind of adjust from there. So I think that definitely is the case. And I really hope there is another season. And in saying that, it just got me more keen for more Star Wars content and Mandalorian season three. Hopefully yeah, so it comes soon. Season three Mandalorian, you mentioned there. Do you think having those two iconic episodes chapter five and chapter six it'll go down in history as some of the best ever because they were so heavy involving mandalorian involving dinjarin do you think that's going to retract from season three of the mandalorian because it's the 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 bar is set very high now and if we get something that's not as great we're going to be more critical that's maybe my only worry are you worried about that too i'm a little i like i'm a little worried but I'm a little concerned, but what we what do we got know from the history from the past? Season one of Mando was great. Season two was what was even better. So they know what to do to make it. I feel like it's going to continue that on that sort of cycle. I feel like it's still going to get better and better, but it is a lot to live up to. 
but I think they can do it. And they've got the right people around Mandalorian for that to, to be possible. I'm really keen to see what happens if Mando takes on, you know, that idea of becoming the law, the rule of the Mandalorian. So I think that'll be really interesting. I'm kind of keen to see how that works. And I'm also really excited to see how he goes about, you know, cleansing himself because he took off his helmet, which isn't even a big deal. Like most of the Mandalorians do that. It's just, you know, the watch guys that aren't a fan of that. So I don't think it's going to hurt it too much. There is a lot to live up to, but I feel like they have the right pieces in place for that to work. So what about you? What do you think? Yeah, I don't think it will because we've seen already two seasons through and two more episodes as well, additionally, that Star Wars and, you know, Filoni, uh, everyone else involved know what they're doing with this character. Like they really are tapped in to the Mandalorians in general and Din Djarin and including uh, Grogu. So that they know what's going on. So I'm not worried about the Mandalorian, um, but I am maybe a little bit worried about a show like Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which we're getting very soon. And I'm also I'm a little bit worried. I'm excited, but I'm worried also about Ahsoka because Ahsoka is a character that you and I really like. I mean, your dog's named after Ahsoka, for example. Right. I mean, like you and I both love these two characters. I mean, I love Obi-Wan. I'll still go on record to say he's the worst Jedi of all time in the Clone Wars um, in, in, in battle, but he's a great character. Um, so I'm very great excited. Character. A lot of charisma, a lot of good one-liners in the TV show. Yeah, just can't fight. I mean, can't use his lightsaber to save his life. Um, <laughs> Which is the number one tool you need as a Jedi. But, you know, he goes yeah. okay, but Anakin said, no, he, he gets waxed in every fight. I mean, Dooku is just waxing him left, right, side. Anyway, I digress. Uh, I am a little worried because these are characters that we love. And are these shows going to be so disjointed like the Book of Boba Fett or are they going to be like The Mandalorian where they're so tapped in? So I don't know. It, it, I'm a little bit worried about the shows to come, but I'm also so excited. I mean, yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi is coming very soon. We know this. We know Ahsoka's to follow. Uh, we've obviously got another season of Mandalorian. Then we've got other shows like Lando to come and you know, probably another Bad Batch season as well. So... I mean, there's a lot of cool content coming from Star Wars, but I am, yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm also a little worried. Uh, yeah. I mean, on that, I guess, what are you most excited for next? Are you most excited for Mandalorian season three or these uh, other shows we've talked so about? So I have to, I have to be honest. It has to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series. I know you're, you love Obi. I don't mind me some Obi, but, you know, it comes out at the end of May. I'm super excited for it. I'm just keen to see Obi-Wan and my boy Anakin Skywalker back in it, a.k.a. Darth Vader. Hayden Christensen's coming back. I'm really excited to see that, how they go with it. And we we keep hearing rumors about there's got to be some really epic duel in it between mm. those two, like round two, like a rematch. So I'm just really cool to see, you know. Is there any chance we get Darth Maul or are the timelines? I don't here? I think... The timeline works. The timeline definitely works because Darth Maul is definitely present around that time. But he's at this point in time, he's like ahead of Grim's, Crimson Dawn. Because, so, like we we got him at the very end of uh, Solo, right? So, yeah. like, surely they got to introduce him again. He might. He might. You never know. I'd he might that. be. He might pop up. You do love Darth Maul. I mean, Darth Maul is like one of my all-time favorite villains. Just in like he's a great any, villain, and any, he's so he, good in the TV series too. Like yeah. they bring justice to his character. So, I think. 
we might, who knows, but he's definitely around in that timeline, but he's obviously a part of that syndicate, the crime syndicate. But we also, I've also heard rumors that they've got to have the Inquisitors back in it who are really, really cool. And you, mm. and you would have seen them a lot in Rebels. So in the first yep. couple seasons of Rebels, they're in it quite a lot, like the Jedi Hunters. And they're also, you know, when we saw them in and the Fallen Order game. And in the game as yeah. well. So yeah. I'm, I'm keen to see the Inquisitors come to life on screen because they're really interesting characters. So I'm hoping he they come in. And I hope the High Inquisitor's in it because he's really good too in the first season of Rebels. You would have seen him before. Mm-hmm. So... Fingers crossed that happens, and I really want to see them back in it. Obi versus Darth Vader. Like, what more could you want? Anakin versus Obi. Maybe we'll get some flashbacks. We've even Qui-Gon Jim, I've heard. There's rumors out there that your boy mm. Qui-Gon's coming back, man. Possibly as a force ghost. Who knows? But So we've obviously got a lot of um, series coming from Star Wars, and this seems like the direction they're going. They're obviously very su- successful in doing so. And the last three movies were not so critically acclaimed. Do you think it, this is the the sort of recipe Star Wars should be continuing with, just putting out these series? Or do you want to see another trilogy and another three movies? Or maybe a few standalones yeah, like, like we got with Rogue One and Solo? Yeah, that's what I mean. I think I'd rather see maybe some standalones. I don't want to see any more trilogies. I don't think they can do it anymore. I feel like the Skywalk saga has had its run. Like it went for like nine episodes, nine movies long. So... I don't think we need it. I think the recipe works if they just have their standalone films. And I think because Mandalorian has been so successful and even Boba Fett, I think they'll roll with the idea of doing those TV series because it works. As, as we can see with like Marvel and stuff like that, the TV shows that they, they have created and put together, they work. And there's no reason why Star Wars can't kind of go down that line. So I think from a fan's perspective, I think I'd rather just see them keep doing TV series because I like what they've got on the cards. There's just so much content to work with. But if they do decide to go off like that movie mindset, I only want to see standalones. I don't think I need to see trilogies anymore. You know, like, give yeah. me a movie just based on like Darth Vader. Give me a Darth Vader film based on just him. I'd love the to book see of, that. The Book of Vader. Book Come of on. Vader. Or even a TV show, even though he's going to be an Obi-Wan. But I just think they don't need to do the Skywalker saga. They don't need any more trilogies. I think it's either standalones or just keep doing TV shows. So if if we're getting another series that is yet to be announced and it's called The Book of, would would your pick be The Book of Vader? I reckon it'd be The Book of Vader or um, The Book of like something to do with Sith Lords. So the origins of the Sith Order, something like that would be kind of cool. So the like Darth, Darth Bane or something, like his origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even like Palpatine's, you know, his master that, you know, what if I told you you could control somebody <laughs> from not dying? Whatever he says, keep somebody from dying. You know, whatever he does. I would love to see like a book of some, some sort consider of... consider it to be unnatural. Yeah, so I feel like that would be cool. I'd love to see like an ode, like a back in the day where the Sith order came from and like why they became such a big deal and why they were such a threat to everybody. So I'd love to see that. Yeah. Look, you, you know what I, you know what I want? I want the, the book of Darth Maul. Like that's it. And he's, he's got an interesting enough story. I think now, like after Phantom Menace, like you'd be like, Oh, I don't know if there's enough an, enough story there, but now seeing him in clone wars and obviously you've got his brother as well. Uh, and you've got everything yeah exactly and you've got everything you know that goes along with Dathomir is a cool planet it is yeah you get that in Fallen Order as well so yeah I want the the book of uh, Darth Maul 
Um, all right, look, you mentioned Marvel there, so we're going to move on to Doctor Strange in one moment. But just quickly, give me your uh, Infinity Gauntlet rating out of six for the book of Boba Fett. Okay. So for Book of Boba, Boba Fett, I did enjoy it. Overall, it was a good show. Uh, some of my lows I didn't like was I think they spent too many times on flashbacks and I think it was a bit uneven, a bit, I guess, ugly. And I didn't really like the bloody, what's your, the, the, the teenagers, the bikers. I didn't really like those guys at all. They sucked. I don't know Power Rangers, they, was it? The Power Rangers, like they were just the worst and they just had the worst weapons ever. I don't know how they even helped Boba at all. But, you know, I think I was sitting on like, you know, a three and a half out of six overall but because of i think the greatness of episode five and episode six and the fact i got to see cad bane in live action again i love that episode cobb vamp was in there we saw luke we saw ahsoka grogu's back we saw mando dark saber i think for me i'll give him my best palpatine impression but i'm gonna say probably four out of six i am the senate <laughs> ultimate power the dude, the dude loves using um, uh, lightning, doesn't he? Force lightning is his go-to. So force yeah. lightning is his go-to. Dude's obsessed. Force me. How about you, Sizzle? Give me a Palpatine. Uh, Give me a Palpatine. Give me your best. <laughs> my best Palpatine. Uh, look, I'll save that till once I've given my score. But uh, look, I mean, it's hard, right? I want to give those two episodes purely alone a six out of six because they were two of the best episodes of anything we've ever seen from the star wars universe but then like i said it's a bit all over the place uh the 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 main story did not progress and it it left me just a bit confused and i thought the finale was very rushed so you gave it a four i'm going to give it a 3.5 out of six very nice love it very close that's good very close. Very yeah, close. I gave it a four. I'm happy. I mean, if four. if if we didn't get those two episodes, it's probably like a two for me. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, maybe a 2.5. Two's a bit harsh. 2.5. Yeah. Uh, all right. Look, let's move on. We got a new Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, Doctor Strange 2, a trailer over Super Bowl weekend. Yes. And it has got us hype for the next installment of Benedict Cumberbatch's movie. We love Marvel. I mean, we talk we, about it probably. Do we say probably, it all the time? I feel like we, we say it every pod. We talk about it like pretty much 80% of the podcast and even outside of the podcast when we're messaging. I mean, I'd say like probably 70% of our texts are about Marvel. So look, we got the trailer. It was wild. Uh, we what know this movie. On? I was rattled. I, was, I wasn't sure what was going on. There was a lot happening, but it looks amazing. We know this movie is going to be pretty wild. We've obviously ever since... We got Kang the Conqueror in Loki. We got the different timelines. We have been exposed to so many different variants and characters. We got What If as well, and that threw another spanner in the works. And then we obviously got Spider-Man No Way Home, which you know featured yeah, Doctor Strange, which too. was which was wild. So we know this is going to be a pretty far-fetched uh, movie, but. Where do you sit now after seeing this trailer? And what do you what were your thoughts? Because we might be getting, well, I think we will be getting finally at last the mutants. You mean Mephisto or you mean mutants? Sorry. Well, yeah. both. We're getting Mephisto. We know that's a lock. 
yeah, maybe Mephisto has finally got to appear in a show for Sizzle. Maybe, 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 Mephisto. maybe the big bad of this whole phase isn't Kang after all. Maybe it's Mephisto, and we're just being disguised as He Who Remains or Kang. <laughs> we're being played, Kuni. You played. reckon? Ah, uh, maybe we'll see. Only time will tell. Ah, uh, but back to your question. Uh, I'm super hyped for this. I was very excited when you sent me this video, the trailer. I had a chance. I've looked, I've only watched it a couple of times. I'm sure you probably did the go-to sizzle move, which is the deep dive on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you did that several times. But I think for me, like you mentioned, if we're getting mutants finally, I'm all into that. I love the mutants. I really enjoyed X-Men. I love Wolverine. I always have. I do love Magneto as well. So I'm really hoping we finally get mutants. And it's a bit obvious because in the trailer, we finally get Charles Xavier himself, mm. Professor X, who is obviously, he is one of the most well-known mutants ever across all the mutant, all the X-Men sagas universe. He is one of the, everybody knows who he is. And it was kind of cool. He finally got to hear his voice because there we go. There's the connection that we need because now we can bring them all in. So I think I'm super hyped for this. I'm kind of keen to see what this Illuminati group looks like and who they could mm. be. And as you know, in the trailer, we kind of get to see a glimpse of it. So Charles Xavier is definitely in it. We also have a Black Panther possibly. And I'm hoping above hope. I know I spoke to you about this off screen. Killmonger. Killmonger. Are we getting Michael B. Jordan? Is he just coming in to be Black Panther? He was Black Panther and what if? Can he be an alternative version of this character? Because I feel like you have to bring Black Panther back. He's too good not to have. So if he's in it, I'd love to see Killmonger playing him. Also, we've got, we have your girl Wanda in it too. And she looks like there's a lot going on there. And we last time we saw her on screen, she was, you know, meditating using the dark hole, which is like a super dark artifact in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV show. So it's not a very good book to be looking at. So it'll be interesting to see how that escalates. And it'll be kind of cool to sort of see how Mordo does. Because in the, he obviously, mm. in the end of uh, Doctor Strange, the first one, he was... I guess leading up to be one of the baddies. So is he just going to be like one of the minor baddies and who's going to be the main villain? I don't really know, but it looks really cool. I'm kind of keen to see all these different universes. There's so much going on there. So I'm sure you can give me some more of a rundown, but that's just some of the reasons why I'm super hyped for this. You yeah, look, there's, there's a really good article. And I think I sent it to you on uh, Nerdist by Rosie Knight, who features on um, X-Ray Vision podcast. Great it's called podcast. All the- all the Doctor Strange 2 poster Easter eggs we saw. I can maybe link that in the show notes. Yeah, do that. Uh, yep. And she sort of goes through and basically, I guess, breaks down the poster and gives us some suggestions of who could potentially be in this movie, you know, given the poster and given the trailer. There's obviously some wild ones. She's got, you know, Deadpool. She's got uh, you know, Cyclops. Uh, uh, you know, it, the, the list goes on. But... You know, it, it sort of makes me think because, you know, the title is The Multiverse of Madness. This is obviously going to be a, a very mad and just, just wild, wild movie. Yeah, It's got me sort of thinking about, you know, all these different characters. You mentioned it there, Illuminati. That's going to be super interesting. I think we get Reed Richards and I think this is another way to bring in the Fantastic Four. And Dr. Doom, can he uh, come into it? Like, sure. Well, I on. mean, you know, if, if we get... Reed Richards, then, I mean, that's that's your way for, for maybe Dr. Doom to come in. So I'm very excited for that. Um, if we finally get Fantastic Four and then we get mutants also and we, you know, get X-Men into the MCU that we love so dearly. 
Um, but you know what I, I really want? I want Loki in this because your boy is he gonna show up, do you reckon? Well, you know, we we got we got Loki in his series, obviously, and that was one of the more impactful series that we've had so far. And we get we got Kang in there, and it looks like they revisit the the citadel where Kang um first appeared. Yeah, where he first appeared appears. in the yep. trailer, it looks like we go there. So I'm thinking maybe we get Loki in this, which then might also lead into the next Thor movie, Love and Thunder, which we know we're getting um, post through the year. So maybe, maybe. So I'm looking forward to that. Another character that has been rumored and looks like quite a decent chance is my girl, Peggy, Captain Carter. Captain Carter. My Captain America. The no, real Captain America. No, no, this is not. No, this is not allowed. I know she you're not standing for it, but nah. look, she's my Captain America. After watching What If, like, move over, move over, Cap. It is now Peggy Carter's show. See you later, uh, Steve. Peggy's Steve, in. Steve, move over. Um, look, I think we're going to get her, and I'm I'm here for it. I I, I can't wait. So th- this movie is going to be wild, and I love it. Doctor Strange is one of my favorite characters. Yes. I've got a number of Doctor Strange comics. And I love reading about his story, you know, from whichever angle it may be. So give me all the strange. And I mean, you know, we're going to get all the strange in this. What's strange we're going again? To have, like, who we're we going to get variants. We're getting, obviously, the Doctor Strange we know, Defender Strange, uh, Supreme Strange. Who, Zombie who Strange, was it? Zombie Strange, it looks yep. like. Uh, Mephisto. <laughs> um, yeah, your boy, Mephisto. He's not He's so, not coming, man. The only M that's in this is going to be Magneto or, you know, more mutants. That's Sorry, the only yeah. M we'll be using. <laughs> we, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, look, I can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Maybe maybe we, do we get a Kang post-credits? I think I think that's most maybe realistic because kick, if, yep. if, if he is the big bad, yep, we, we're going to have to sort of make that known because, you know, we knew Thanos was the big bad for quite some time when we were sort of building towards the Avengers. So I feel like we've got to get some sort of indication that Jonathan Majors as Kang, the Conqueror, is the big bad of this whole um, next phase. And we know he'll be in Ant-Man Quantumania, but I feel like we've got to get a few cameos before then. Maybe it'll be a different variant of Kang, surely. One of, one of the many different ones that there is, possibly. Potentially. Well, yeah. What we'll about Frankenstrange? That's an interesting one. I just, I'm just i reading through that list now. Mm. You've got Frankenstrange. Ultron, apparently, Ultron's robots. Is Ultron back yeah. in the sizzle? What do you think? Let's 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 just not get um what did we end up calling Ultron with the infinity with all the infinity stones? Well, was yeah, it, well, um, uh ultimate oh, I don't know, vision ultron. It, I don't know what it was. It, it was something to do perfect with vision or I can't perfect remember vision. Now. I don't know. And then we but, gotta get yeah. like Captain Marvel, is she in this? Because I remember from the trailer, well, I, somebody I else. Think, I don't think the Captain Marvel we know is in it, but I think we'll, we'll most likely get Monica Rambeau. Nice. We, we know she's she's coming into the MCU. We obviously got her in WandaVision, and this is very tied into WandaVision because Wanda's in this. So I think we'll get her as well. Um, and America Chavez will, looks like... Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, they talk about her on those on the podcast. I don't know much about that character, so interesting to see how it goes. So look, stay tuned. Um, we'll obviously be talking about this at length when it comes out, and maybe the week before it, we'll, do, we'll get some more bold predictions out there. Uh, One other question for you, Sizzle. Are we getting Nightmare finally in this? 
We know wow. it's different multiverses. We know he's in the shadow or the nightmare dimension because there is that glimpse in the trailer where we see like a really scary looking, I don't know, it looks sort of like strange, but it's not really him. Well, also we, we hear nightmare. Doctor Strange talking about a nightmare in the trailer. So, so and is your girl Wanda going to be a villain in this? What do you think? I, I think I think she will be, or a variant of Wanda will be, but I don't think she will be the villain. I think there'll be there'll be someone else who is sort of the the, the main um, antagonist in this. I don't know who that is. So who knows? We've got many possibilities. A lot of different people that are apparently going to be appearing in this. So. And there was that rumor that they did reshoots as well to put maybe there's going to be more people in there. Are we going to get a Spider-Man in there from No Way Home? Is it going to be some sort of Spider-Man variant that pops up? Who knows? I'm very excited. Who knows? Who knows? All right, look, the, the pod is nearly over, but I must also ask, Quinny, before we end here, you've now finished Peacemaker. I have. DC's James Gunn's uh, series, which you know sort of took place after the Suicide Squad, a movie which you and I both loved. Uh, look, we won't go into it in depth. This is a show that I absolutely loved. I thought it was so fun. It was funny. It was lighthearted. Um, yet we had some some deeper moments as well. And James Gunn is just always a great time. That's why Guns of the Galaxy is so good, man. Because it's James did, Gunn. That's huge. Did, did you like this show as much as me, or what? Come yeah, on. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I was speaking to this. I was speaking to Amy about this as well. Uh, we both really, really enjoyed it. We had a good time watching it. It was a bit different though. It was a bit, I wasn't sure what to expect. So I didn't really have any huge expectations was, for was it. it. Was it better than your expectations? I think it was or... probably better than I thought it would be. It because it was for me. I thought Peacemaker was a cool character in the Suicide Squad. But I wasn't really sure how John Cena, you can't see me, was going to go run his own show. And I think it really worked. And I sort of loved, it was just a, just a cool show. Very different. Like the humor was good. There were some dark elements. The butterflies, they're mess, they're an interesting characters. So aliens in DC, I'm assuming. So it was kind of cool to get them introduced. I also loved how we got to see his sidekick, man. I gotta love his sidekick. He was the best. He was probably one of my favorite characters. Uh, Vigilante. I thought he was hilarious. So good. I reckon he was great. And if he he's probably was my MVP of the show. I loved Vigilante. I thought he was hilarious. And I also loved how in the last episode, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, how we got to see some of the Justice League. We actually got to see Aquaman mm. and we got to see the Flash who actually were those actors. So that was kind of cool to see. Shout out to Jason but Momoa. I won't He's speak getting... too much on it, but all I'll say is I did really enjoy it. And if we look, if we do a deep dive on it, maybe we can talk more about it. But I wasn't had didn't have huge expectations for it. And I think it did everything for me that I wanted. And I really enjoyed it. I mean, that... How about the opening credits, man? Hilarious. That was, I never it's skipped grooving. That. I never skipped it's it once. It was it. amazing. So that was really like cool. The, I love, what's, what's the eagle called again? Eagly? Eagly. He was cool. And I love how you see Eagly in the dance. It was pretty, it was funny. It was good. That hug when Eagly gives Peacemaker right. a hug. I mean, come on. Who just... would have thought? Yeah. I never said, yeah, it was so cute. I loved it. Loved it was really it. fun. You definitely had the James Gunn spin on it. And I really yeah. enjoyed that. And, so. and it makes me even more keen for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which will hopefully... Is Thor going to overlap in that? Because as we know, at the end of uh, Endgame, Thor goes off with the Guardians. So is there? A, are they going to even appear maybe in Thor Love and Thunder? And I'm keen for that too. So I mean, I, I, I hope so. I, yeah. I would... I'd love that. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm keen for that. 
So yeah, look, a great show. Peacemaker was so much fun. I can I'm actually pumped. It's been renewed for another season, so I'm pumped for season two. Um, give like, me Bloodsport yeah. though. Give me Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport was cool. Yeah, I'd love to see like um, Deathstroke as well. I'd love to see him come into a show. He's a really cool character. Mm, so. Yeah, well, I mean, we got Deathstroke sort of, um, I guess, lo- looking like he was going to come into the the DCU, but then you know things fell apart with the Snyderverse, didn't they? Yeah. So um, that's a character so. I'd love to see. Another DC villain I'd love to see in the future of any DC universes. So. Mm. All right, look, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Stay tuned because next week we will have our deep dive on the Batman and I cannot wait for that. Uh, So, look, stay tuned. Um, Any final words, Quinny? I was going to say, Sizzle, got any recommendations for us, for the listeners out there? Recommendations? Any recommendations? Could be like, remember you've said it, TV, book, movies, whatever, games, whatever. What are you thinking? What are you Uh, trying to push? Pitch me something. Pitch you something. Well, look, I, I'll, I'll just let you know what I'm currently reading and what I'm currently watching. So I'm currently reading Dune, uh, the novel. I got into it after the movie and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I've sort of, I've, I've passed the point of the movie now. So it's really starting to, to um, uh, get, get really interesting. And it's, you know, cause it's all new to me now because obviously that first half of, of the book, I sort of knew what was coming after seeing the movie. So I'm really enjoying Dune. I'm um, reading a bunch of comics as well. Uh, as, I, as I mentioned at the top of the pod, Secret Wars, I'm loving. Um, Avengers to the Stars, uh, The Avenging Spider-Man, I'm enjoying as well. And I'm about to start Saga, my Saga journey. So looking forward to that as well. Um, and what I'm watching, I mean, I would plug Euphoria, but I feel like everyone is watching Euphoria at the moment. Everyone it's like, would watch Euphoria. It's like the most popular show like on HBO. Pretty- at the yeah, moment. like so, I've just finished my H, my um, Euphoria season two, and I loved it. Big shout out to Fezco and shout out to Cassie. <laughs> yeah, Cassie. I mean, she was great. She was great. And maybe we will do a Euphoria deep dive. We probably will. You know, I think. Point. I think we did one because, for season one. We might as well do one for season two. Um, yeah. So Euphoria just finished that, and now I'm finally catching up on Dexter: New Blood. Oh, so looking forward to finishing that. Yep, that was going to be my, one of my I, recommendations. And then my my plan is, and this is a recommendation that um, you've made to me many a times, and I'm finally going to to do it. Is we've gotten the news that the Netflix uh, Marvel shows, including Luke Cage, De- uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron, Iron Fist. Fist and the defenders are now all going to be on Disney Plus. So I, I I've already watched Daredevil and Luke Cage. The others I've not watched. So I'm gonna gonna jump on. Yeah, you need to watch season days. three of Daredevil. It's amazing. Yes, that's right. I've only watched the first two seasons of Daredevil. Yeah, season so, three is amazing. Uh, that was a lot for me. What about you? All right, so just a couple of recommendations for me. Yes, like Sizzle, I've been reading heaps of comics. Like I said, I can recommend the Invincible Iron Man. Versus Doctor Doom, great comic. I've also been reading a lot of the, uh, the Superior Spider-Man. So when Doc Ock takes over Spider-Man's body, mm. really cool comics, very interesting, very dark. Love them. Also would like to recommend some more books for you. Matthew Riley's books, Scarecrow in particular. I've reading the Scarecrow saga at the moment. I'm pretty much up to the last one. So you got Scarecrow or you got Army of Thieves, both really good books, really easy to read. So that's definitely a recommendation for those out there. Show and podcast. I'm going to drop now. 
I mentioned this to Sizzle. I've mentioned it to a few people. Dr. Def. There's a podcast on Spotify called Dr. Def. Really interesting podcast. Based on a doctor, pretty much Dr. Dunch was his name. He pretty much used to maim his patients and pretty much killed two people and they didn't really shut him down. So he just kept going around hospitals, hospitals, just causing chaos. So that was a really interesting podcast. Amy and myself loved it. And then we ended up watching the show as well. Dr. Def on Stan. Alec Baldwin's in it. Christian Slater's in it. Joshua Jackson are in it. They're the three main characters. Like that's an, that's an, pretty much an all-star cast right there. Great Not show. Really easy to watch. But I really love that show and that podcast. So apart from that, they're pretty much my recommendations this week. Great. Well, look, we'll, we'll try to do this more regularly at the end of the pod. Yeah, I it's like good. It. It's I always like nice. It. All right, look, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Follow us on the gram at Sizzling Quinny. We'll be back for the Batman next week. Oh, we will be back. I am Until vengeance. next time. Yeah, that's right. Until next time, we'll be seeing you. Well, we won't be seeing you. We will be talking to you. Peace. <laughs>